BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. The information in this podcast is for general information only. It is not intended as medical advice and should not be relied upon as a substitute for professional consultation with a qualified healthcare provider familiar with your individual medical needs. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome back to my weekly podcast. Taste of Taylor. I am so excited for this podcast for a million reasons. Uh, but the number one reason is that you guys have been bombarding me with questions about something that I don't really know that much about. <laughs> I talk like I do. My dad's a doctor, so I think I'm a doctor. <laughs> That's very dangerous. So You and everybody else. <laughs> I'm so happy. Joining me today, Jamie Gable, clinical director at Edvitum. For Advitum at the Schaefer Clinic. <laughs> He'll just do it. Okay. So I actually was referred to you by Margaret Josephs. Yeah. Let me just start off by saying, because the audience has a point of reference with me and they're like so into my journey, whether they're for it or against it, they're intrigued, I'll say. Lots of questions coming from people who are really interested and in going on. I say Ozempic just because it's like the pop culture terminology, but it is essentially peptides, semaglutides, and we'll get into that because there is a difference between name brand stuff and basically what you guys are doing and what I'm on, right? Correct. Right, okay, so we'll get into the nitty gritty of that. You know, I've always been so open with my audience and so I knew weight loss has always been such an issue for me. So I knew if I went on this and it started to work, people were gonna have questions. So I just decided to come out of the gate strong being like, I'm on it. But I just wanna stay for the record. If somebody, if you're on it, if there's a celebrity on it and they're not talking about it, I respect that. Like me saying I'm out and proud isn't like trying to dog on other people. It's just saying that like, this is how I choose to live my life. I wanted to kind of get ahead of it than like have people be asking questions and then just kind of be secretive. That's just not my vibe. But that being said, I really think it's important for people to respect people's like private medical journeys. With that being said, I am an open book, so let's fucking do this. Break down what is going on with this whole Ozempic, Wagovi, Manjaro journey. But then also we've got these uh, 
peptides, semaglutides? Like, are they the same? Are they different? What's the deal? Sure. So, so most people don't know that Wagovi, Ozempic, Monjuro, they are peptides. And so those are brand names. Ozempic is the brand name who makes a peptide called semaglutide, which is also the same peptide that Wegovy makes. And Manjuro makes a peptide called terzepatide. So they're both peptides uh, and they're in a class of medications or a class of peptides called GLP-1 agonists. Right. Although Manjuro's also has another receptor agonist in there called the GIP receptor agonist. So it works on two different pathways. Okay. Yeah. But they are all in the same family. So when you hear that people are on peptides or some glutides, it is like synonymous with the name brands that people know. Correct. We were talking about this before the podcast, but this is a very controversial drug right now. Um, and just, I just want to point out, so was Botox back in the day. And look at where we are now with Botox, okay? <laughs> so I just want people to keep it's that in mind. the next Botox, right? It here. is, right? Like, I remember when, so I started using Botox when I was 18, my dad's an ophthalmologist and I have what we call, uh, the medical term is the blinkies. No, it's called a semi-facial semi uh, blepharospasm, but I have like a, a blinking tick. And so, and you'll, you can see it. Like I still do it to this day. I need more Botox. That's what that basically means. But, um, so I started using it for a medical thing, but then it became this like, you know, huge cosmetic remedy and now, but I remember when I was first doing it, even though it was medical, people would have so many judgments, like you're so young and what's that going to do long-term? Well, guess what? After 20 years of doing it, it's freaking great. I love it. Why do you think it's so controversial? You just said something that was, that was very important to me. So, cause you're using Botox in this fashion and you're happy as heck. Yeah. It's improved your quality of life. Yes. And like, that's important. That's part of health. That's part of medicine. Is it improving your quality of, of life? Yeah. Um, and, you know, so I think the, the major controversy comes from this was researched and studied for the diabetic population. Right. And so right then and there, it was labeled as a diabetic drug. Okay. Right. And as you just said before, many drugs are used in many, for many different things. Yeah, they have, they have yeah. dual purposes. Yeah. I mean, there are some certain antibiotics that are considered to be longevity medications. Um, and mm -hmm. there are certain... The, the, the list is endless um, where they repurpose medications and drugs for a variety of different things. Usually, like when it comes to the beauty industry, it's a secondary side effect of something that was used like for a medical reason. That's how it usually works, right? Yeah. And, and this in this case, it's not even a secondary side effect is, you know, they were studying something that could help, um, you know, in the diabetic population. Mm -hmm. One of the major problems is is this insulin resistance right. um, and that leads to weight gain and that leads to uh, a whole plethora of other health problems right. and illnesses. And this medication was able to stabilize blood sugar and in doing so, it also started helping people to, to lose weight, curbing yeah. their appetite. Eat. And then as they put more people on this, you learn more about it too and it's, and, and you know, it's curbing people's addictions, um, appetites for alcohol, and now they're studying it for Amen. other drugs. Men, I kind of want to dispel all these like mistru mistruths that people have. And now like, I love Instagram, of course, like, well, I'm starting to love TikTok, but like, it's also social media is the devil when it comes to spreading misinformation. And I feel like this is definitely what's happening with the Ozempic, especially real quick. I want to go back to this idea of it being a medication for people who have diabetes. There is a big 
I'm going to say it's a mistruth because that's been my understanding of it, talking to friends and family members who are in the medical community. But that like people will even to this day say, you know, that like Barbie trend that was going around like this. Oh, Barbie. Mine said this. Oh, Bar- this Barbie is on Ozempic. That's what mine said. And most people were like, LOL, thank you for being honest. It's so great. But some people were like, you're stealing medication from diabetics you bitch. And I, my understanding is that's absolutely not the case, especially going through you guys at Advitum. Yeah. So I, I think the, you know, that, that is upsetting to think of anybody who has a medical illness that might have a difficult time getting their medication. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the companies, Ozempic, Wegovi, uh, Monjoro, and, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not an expert on that part of the industry, but right. I can give you an idea of what happened. Uh, so many people were being put on this uh, and many scripts were being written for patients that were not diabetic, and now, uh, and that was affecting some diabetics' uh, ability to to get the medication. Mm. Now you can imagine the company who makes this medication also probably enjoys making money and Hello. is figuring out a way to meet that demand. Right. Um, and uh, again, I'm not an expert on that, but that might have happened already. They might have already been meeting the demand. My understanding was it was something that happened for like a moment. And then, of course, like you said, these pharmaceutical companies, they're known for like loving money. So they, of course, wanted to meet the demand and they want to make as much as they possibly can. So I think that that's kind of something that maybe was a blip on the radar, but like really really is not such a thing anymore. Also, I have a And friend- it's a good product too. So if they're right. going to make money off something that's helping and benefiting so many people. Exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good thing. Then also there's like, there's just a lot of like, it feels almost like take the diabetic people not being able to get their medication. Let's take that argument out of it. There's still like a lot of negative press around it. Do you have any theory as to why this is? Is it just like, there's always a learning curve with the public when it comes to something that's new. You know, this, like I said, this was labeled as a diabetic drug. People are regurgitating information that they get from various sources. Mm-hmm. So if they're told anybody who used this other than diabetics is bad, right. without really looking into any further than that, mm-hmm. it's going to cause this kind of controversy. But, um, you know, other people using this, or have high cholesterol, mm-hmm. are overweight, have other disease states that are about this, to be pre-diabetic, right? Or on their way to becoming diabetic, exactly. Um, or they're, you know, they're osteoarthritic knees. They're about to have uh, stage four arthritis in their knees. Literally. And if you take, you know, approximately for every five pounds of weight you take off, reduces about twenty-five pounds of pressure off your knees. So isn't it good for that person mm-hmm. as well? I mean, so um, I think that it comes down to Hopefully the clinicians that are prescribing it are, you know, doing it in a fashion that is responsible yes. to help their patients in with their needs, whatever those needs are. But really looking into it, um, you know, thoroughly and the way we do it, of course, uh, as well. So it's it's not just anybody who comes in, sit down, write a script, see you later next. It shouldn't be like that, right. you know. And so maybe that rubs people wrong too. Just the thought that. Everybody's doctor, uh, you know, dentists are probably writing it now and nothing against dentists. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Just um, people need to, clinicians need to be responsible with putting people on this stuff. And um, I think as more time goes by and people become used to it and there isn't a problem uh, supplying uh, any particular... um, The stigma will eventually Yeah, it it should kind of... 
dissipate. Yeah, exactly. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Maeve. Here's the deal. Do I have a dog? No. Do I have a dog nephew who I am obsessed with and babysit on the reggie? Yes. Yes, I do. So don't come for me, dog parents, because I am a dog auntie and I take it very seriously. And I have to say in the recent past, whilst babysitting him, I was actually getting concerned because he is just like the perfect little angel boy goes into his little bed at night. He's so good in the shower. Like I am obsessed with him. But something that he's not good at or at least wasn't good at, was eating. Very picky. Like, to the point that I was, like, concerned if something was wrong with him, if he missed his mom. Like, it was something that I really noticed. So I talked about it with my sister-in-law, and I was like, what's with the food stuff? And she's like, he's kind of a finicky eater. Well, that is how it used to be, because now, thanks to Maeve, our boy eats good. But it kind of makes sense now that I, like, understand the world of Maeve, like, why he was such a picky eater. So a dog eating kibble every single day is like a human consuming a diet of 100% processed foods. I mean, I like McDonald's, but like not every day. So no matter your species, fillers, additives, and synthetics are not optimal sources of nutrition, obviously. But Mave raw food for dogs, haha. Formulated by PhD veterinary nutritionists with real human-grade ingredients you can name just by looking at the label. Plus, it's bite-sized and ready for your dog to eat right out of the bag. Exactly. No mess, no prep, just open and pour and enjoy. So Mave is a protein-rich raw food for dogs that's just as easy as kibble, and it's supplemented for seven essential health benefits, including, get ready, gut health, immune function, oral hygiene, God, that's important with the dog, skin and coat health, also important, hip and joint health as well. Yes, we want our pups to live forever. Mental health and anxiety, Lord knows he needs that and growth and early development. And Maeve supports benefits that you can smell, feel, and see. From better breath and reduced itching and shedding to regular bowel movements and maintaining a healthy weight. Most dog parents and some of us aunts and uncles see results in 28 days or less. Plus, there's no mess. There's no prep. You just open, pour, and serve. It's that easy. Who else can say that they get to eat all their favorite foods every single day? My nephew dog, that's who. And it's not just me. People love Maeve. They have over a thousand five-star reviews, and so do their dogs, especially those notorious picky eaters. Make the switch to Raw today. Right now, Maeve is offering $40 off your first order at meetmave.com slash Taylor. So go to meetmave.com slash Taylor. That's spelled M-E-E-T-M-A-E-V to receive $40 off your first order. That's meet, M-A-E-V dot com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. Yeah, and I think some people feel like too, it's like cheating or like cutting the line. But like I have been <laughs> on a diet journey since I was literally like 15 or 16. I started Weight Watchers. This has been a lifelong thing. I've had some moments in my life where maybe it was like, the weight was off. It was easier to maintain. Or like, I remember in like my early 20s, moved to the city. I was walking all the time and I was like, wow, like I don't have to really think about food that much. But that's few and far between. In my personal experience with this, this is nothing short of a miracle drug. So um, I've had a lot of questions about you guys specifically in my DMs because I talk about you guys. So it's called Avedum, Schaefer Clinic, and it's based in New York City. Yes, we're, uh, our flagship location is New York City. We have been licensing to some, some other uh, offices around the Great. country. Um, so what can people do? in terms of like, if they're not in New York City to reach out to you guys? 
I mean, they can start, reach out. Um, we do work with patients around the country and sometimes we'll, we'll send them a lab script. They'll get some blood work done there. We'll do a virtual consult. Great, telemedicine, um, yes. Um, yeah, and, and we'd say if they're in a close vicinity, we like them to come in. It, it helps us you know, with that white glove touch. Um, but yeah, we have been working with people around the country and establishing these other uh, locations, uh, licensed locations or franchise locations is going to is going to be able to help more of them as well. That's great. Well, because that was the thing, too, is when I decided I wanted to go on it, it actually took me a while to kind of like figure out where to go. You know, do I go to my just PCP? Do I go to like a gastroenterologist? I made an appointment <laughs> <laughs> for the daughter of a doctor. I'm really failing. Um, but like whether I'm binging, right? and eating my feelings and like letting myself like have quote unquote bad days or I'm dieting regardless of the scenario, but they're both on the extremes of the spectrum. I am nonstop thinking about food. Either I'm thinking about the delicious things I want to eat, but it stresses me out. And then I feel this weird guilt or I'm restricting and I'm thinking about it and it kind of gives me a high to restrict, but then also it like, I feel tortured and I just think about what I'm going to eat the second I'm off it. It's like, I literally live to eat. You know what I mean? I don't eat to live. And this drug has completely changed my brain chemistry. I am like whatever about food. It's not that I'm not interested. I have an appetite and I want to eat and I crave certain things. But like I, it's my, it doesn't consume my brain all day long. I cannot believe I live so long in that headspace. I mean, it's like an addiction. It really does like change people's relationship with food yep. uh, for better or for worse, right? Some people go out now and they order this delicious ribeye steak and all these sides and appetizers and you can't really get through it. Mm -hmm. And if you do and you force it, you're going to pay for it because yeah, you'll feel really sick. Some people, you know, if you if you overeat, you will vomit. I haven't done. I haven't vomited yet. I took a Zofran one time. I was on the edge, but I but I was able to stabilize and it. And then you could bring leftovers home too. So you have honestly, that's the thing too. The amount of money I used to spend on food, oh my God, and and wine. And that's the other thing. It's really cut my cravings for wine, which is like like I've always wanted to be the like, I'll have two glasses of wine type of girly on like a Friday, which is like never the case. And ever since I've been on this, it has curbed it so much. There are nights where I'm like, I don't even want one. Even if I pour it, I'll have a sip and I'm like, it's just not doing it for me. So like it, it aside from, yes, I'm down 12 pounds, which I feel great about. I know I'm down inches because clothes that are, are fitting me now that haven't fit me in years. But aside from that, like I just, I feel better and I'm not so compulsive and obsessive. And it just feels like a huge vacation for my brain. So a lot of what you just said is really talking about mental health. So this is, you know, helping with that. And before that, you were telling me, you know, you were like 50 pounds overweight. Yep. So you're on your way to heart disease at that point. So that's Hell why yeah. using something like this in the right situations is, is, is changing people's lives for, for real. I mean, it's amazing. The, so with the fact that I have like 40 more pounds to go, right? And my wife, she loves a curvy bitch, okay? She's a chubby chaser. So she's like, don't get too skinny. Right. So she's going to have to start getting involved. Like, as She's not going to show up at the office and, and be upset with me. Maybe. She's going to try to fight. But I definitely, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I feel like I'm also losing it differently. Like, I've been this weight before from like other diets, but my clothes haven't fit the same way. I'm like losing it differently. So what is that? I don't have the answer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's working on a cellular level. So mm -hmm. it's uh, 
not targeting any specific area versus another area. Um, and so maybe it's just that it's really symmetrical, you know, um, and it's also working on some of the organ fat that's kind of st stacked behind the muscles. Interesting. Also, my armpits are so skinny. It's insane. They could be supermodels. Like, they're awesome. gorgeous. <laughs> my armpits are always so convex. And they're like, they're not concave yet, but they're flat. And I'm like, honestly, living my best life. Okay. It's the first time I ever heard an armpit <laughs> uh, description. I have weird hangups, like my knees, my armpits. Like, I'm like focused on the weird stuff on my body. I kind of want to see what my armpits look like right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's start with what I'm on. Okay. Because I know people want to know exactly what I'm on. So I am on basically the, the equivalent of Manjaro. So you're on the peptide called terzepatide, yes. which is... Uh, the peptide that Manjaro puts out. Yep. Um, and we also started you on a peptide called AOD9604. Loves it. You know, as we continue to work with you, then yep. we'll see. We may pull that out, the AOD, add something different in. Yep. Um, the idea, I think, of what we do a little bit different is, and I get it, this stuff can be pricey. Yeah. And um, the last thing we want is somebody coming in losing 30 pounds, 50 pounds, whatever it is, and rebounding, you know, right away, That's or even in a short fear. amount of time, right? right. So, um, you know, I think the way we're doing it is working for us and, and our patients, yeah. um, where we're customizing a program that also uses other peptides to basically tune up your whole machine. And we've even discussed too, like, do you have issues with memory? Uh, yeah. And I'm like right now on tour doing, I mean, essentially stand up. You need your memory for that shit. So that's something I'm definitely interested in. I swear to God, ever since I had COVID, I feel like my memory, it's definitely like, I think there's a little bit of fogginess there. So that's one thing. And then also my sex drive, like we want to get that bumping and grinding again. There's a peptide for that. So this is the thing is it's like, yes, maybe I was, um, inspired or motivated by the weight loss. But like after our first appointment together, I was like, oh, I'm going to be like, this is going to be something that's a part of my, I would say health for a long time. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ritual. Listen, the limit does not exist and the perfect diet doesn't either. So Ritual is here to fill in the gaps. Here's the thing, getting nutrients that you need from your diet 100% of the time, it's not necessarily that realistic. So Ritual realizes that we need a multivitamin that helps us focus on what's important, like filling key nutrient gaps to support foundational help. Here's the deal. We all know we should be taking vitamins, right? Of course, a multivitamin is like key. It's just like standard procedure. But which one do you take? That's the question. There's like a plethora of them out there. I mean, you go into any sort of store with vitamins and my head's spinning. It's like, which one's going to do the best job? And that's why I love Ritual. Because Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus is the one to choose. And here's why. It's a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Here's the deal. Clinically backed is a big deal. I like my friends and family to be clear and transparent with me. And I like my multivitamin to be as well. And that's why I love Ritual. They're very clear and direct with what they got going on. And I like that transparency. And with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day, their unique bead latin oil is even patented. So instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. 
Great News Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash Taylor. That's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. Again, ritual.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. When people are losing too fast, that's not always great. Yeah. Um, I know I, I would get slaughtered for that. Nobody wants to really hear that. Oh, I think you're losing too much weight too fast. You need to stop. Um, but, you know, you again, you want your body to get used to your new body, live at that new body yep. to, you know, reduce the the potential rebound effects. Slow and steady wins the race. It really does. And if you can if you can lose it fast, you can gain it back fast. So if you're losing it kind of slow, I'm I would say like my pace is a pound to two pounds a week. And I love it. It's fantastic. I, and I was on it. My first week I was on it, I went to Lisbon. Then my wife and I decided to stay in Paris because we were like, it was just like a romantic, like, screw it. Let's just stay in Paris for an extra few days. And my only concern was like, I have to go home and get my peptides. So um, I actually Why didn't you bring them? Because I didn't think I was going to be staying. Uh... <laughs> I know. But so I was, so I was on them for a week and then off them for a week. And I will say, I thought, I really thought I was just going to gain so much weight back. And I didn't also like whoop, whoop to European food. I mean, it's so much better than American food. That's the other thing too. In America, I feel like we're, we're it's like such an uphill battle. Like we are already fighting. We're at such a disadvantage with all the, pep, uh, what are they called in our foods? The hormones, the antibiotics, the antibiotics, or, like all of that stuff. Um, it's also processed. processed stuff, thank yeah. you. I think. Um, more and more clinicians uh, are very interested in this. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you when I started training on this stuff, uh, maybe six or seven years ago, um, there was, you know, a handful of, I say a handful of clinicians, but now when I go to certain conferences or workshops or courses, there's thousands more and, uh, th you know, thousands of traditional medicine doctors who are, want to learn more about this. And mm -hmm. so I, I think it's going to grow. I think it's going to get bigger and, and be more accessible to to everybody. Yeah, I hope. I know. I hope nobody should not be able to have access to to these types of things. It's changed my life for like in, in so many wonderful ways. So. I'm really appreciative to you guys. It's just the beginning. It's just the I beginning. Know, I know. And, and I love what you said because I, this happens a lot where, you know, people fall off. Nobody's perfect. You right. went away. You, you know, you partied or yeah, you, you vacationed. You had that free buffet. <laughs> yeah. Um, most of the time, people don't gain back or they, they, they're so nervous when they come back. And, you know, we put you on that machine. and yep. you know, The scale is I, intense, y'all. We have people who fight us. No, 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 I was just on vacation. I, I don't want to go on that. And I'm like, just go, you know, because then they feel actually better afterwards because they go on it and they realize it was not as bad as they thought. Or yep. sometimes they still lost when they didn't think they, they lost weight. Yeah. Um, so it, because these things are kind of really helping your body do its job better. That, that's a way to look at peptides. And so what are they, what, what's it doing? Is it just like it's helping your metabolism function at a higher level? Uh -huh. um, so there's a couple different things happening. Number one, it's delaying gastric emptying. So everything you put in your mouth, everything you eat is going to digest slower, spend a little more time in the stomach. Got it. And the signal being sent to your brain to tell you you're full is, is happening faster. Right. So then you're cutting your portions down and you're doing that every day. Mm -hmm. And um, so, it, is my stomach shrinking? Probably. Like in terms of though, like um, the actual like 
what it holds. Yeah, well, I think when, when people are ten, tend to eat a lot of food, they're definitely expanding and stretching out their stomach. And, and yeah, it does make sense that... Can the stomach go back, though? Can it, like, kind of shrink back? Yeah, I believe so. And I know I know some things, but I wouldn't say I'm a gastroenterologist. Right. But I'm pretty sure, yes, if you're putting in consistently every day smaller amounts of food, yep. or at least maybe not shrink less than it's supposed to be, smaller than it's right. supposed to be, but, right. but back to maybe normal if you've been abusing it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is like, you know, now that, so there's two things that people love to say to people, like the haters, to people like me that are on it. So it's like, yeah, great. So you're losing the weight and you're on this medication, but like, so get off of it. See me in five years. You'll have gained it all back. So what would your retort be to those naysayers. I would be devastated, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't want that to happen to any of the patients. Uh, I know that the way we're putting things together, it's really to try to get people to their goals. Yes. And there's a plan to bring them off. For me, the weight loss was so difficult that like I couldn't even get to a place where I was just trying to stabilize. Like I was trying to maintain. Like maintenance, it's still not easy. You still have to exercise and eat well. But like maintaining is way easier than losing 50 pounds. That felt like an insurmountable task. So now that I'm like, I see that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel with that. But the hope is you're kind of, like you said, like I'm eating less. I'm, I'm starting to like understand portion control more. I'm, I'm developing a different relationship with food and alcoholic. And I hope that those changes, even when off the peptides, continue to stick. That's the goal. There have been some arguments, though, about people saying, well, you might have to be on it forever. And to those people, I say, I don't give a fuck. Is that the wrong answer? I have to be on my Lamotrigine forever, you know? Ask my wife. I go off of it for 24 hours, and she's like, you're taking your medication, take your medication. So, like, is it crazy to think that this could be something, peptides could be something that are just, like, a part of our health long term? Sure. Like, so maybe you get to this goal weight, right. and we do pull you off of what you're taking now and maybe you try some other peptides um and because i'll get that question a lot well do i have to be on these things forever and I, I never want someone to think they don't have a choice of course they have a choice of course. using the right peptides uh in the right situations under the right instruction mm -hmm. uh, absolutely there's a whole bunch that you can use and you can use them very safely um and the idea is okay you wake up you drink water every day, you eat food every day, mm -hmm. people take vitamins every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it just becomes part of your your life yeah. if it's helping and if the benefits are outweighing the risks and, and you're doing things. So there's no reason why good. you can't stay on certain things for the long long run if, uh, if they're doing good for you. So you've said that in regard to the peptides, like that there's what work being done that they could help with addictions, like for example, to alcohol. Is that, did you say that or did I misinterpret that? Yeah, because it, it's clear, right? People who started taking these, now we have more people taking these. Um, they're saying exactly what you said. Yeah. I'm not drinking as much wine. Yep. Uh, I'm not drinking as, 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 as frequent as I was. Not as frequently, my cravings, even if I crave something, like I went out to dinner with my friends. And I got a martini because she loves an olive with blue cheese. And I took like a few sips of it. And I was like, I'm good. Like it, like me not finishing my drink, never a million years. But like now that's, my, that, that's now my relationship with alcohol. Like I remember my mom when I went to college was like, here's what you do. You pour a glass of white wine, you put ice in it, and you also put seltzer water. And you nurse that drink all night long. And I was like, mom, you're a loser. That's not how it's done. But like, I feel like 
I am now the woman my mom wanted me to be in college. Like, I literally could pour a glass of wine on a Saturday. It could take me like an hour and a half to drink it. That is unheard of for me. So like, and I'm loving it because I do love wine, but I really did not like how much I was drinking. I knew it was bad for me long-term. It was definitely a huge contributor to my weight gain. Um, It made me feel bad about myself. So I am like that alone. I mean, I have said this, like, yes, the weight loss, the food relationship, great. But I think what I value even more is my relationship with alcohol now on this. And I think that's why I'm saying things like I would want to maybe continue on it in some way, shape, or form because I am now realizing I really did not like my relationship with alcohol. And I'm in a much better place with it. Yeah. I mean, I I think it'll be nice to see um, how the industry deals with this demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm sure they're going to meet it. I, I would hope so. I, that's the idea, right? You know, we're in this very interesting time where, you know, people want to cancel people for everything. And now it's like they want to cancel you for being on, on a medication yeah. that makes you feel better about yourself. It's really crazy. So yeah. I am out here on these streets fighting the good fight. I am. I am like, I am out. I am proud. I'm on whatever. I just say Ozempic so people understand, like, the family. But I know I'm on, you know, uh Peptide okay. version of a trepidepeptide <laughs> of a Manjaro. <laughs> Perfect. Well said. Perfect. No, but I have to say, I mean, you know, different strokes for different folks, but this has been wonderful for me, life-changing for me. My wife's like, you are the happiest I've ever seen you. Not constantly worrying about losing weight or what I'm eating and thinking about food or feeling guilty about craving a bottle of wine every single night has made me quite the happy camper. So I am so appreciative to you. Thank you guys. And what you do at Avita, I'm like, you guys, seriously, you have saved me. Uh, So thank you. You're welcome. Very welcome. I can't wait. I can't wait to to see what becomes of you. I know. And Jamie, I let him take pictures before pictures of me. (gasps) <gasps> I I think I'll let you use them with my face. I think I think uh, yeah. once yeah. we're there, I think I'll like show the world. Awesome. I almost decided to t- to say my weight when I came in to see you. I can't do it though. I'm not that brave. Next podcast, right. next time maybe. Sounds good. Maybe. Jamie, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're very and welcome. where can people go to reach out if they are very curious about? What so we've been doing? yes, we are at Vitam at the Schaefer Clinic in uh, New York City. Yep. Uh, Beautiful facilities. Uh, thank you. Beautiful. We're actually moving up one floor. So next time you see us, we'll be up a floor. Oh, uh, no kidding. Yeah, we, we outgrew it. Wow. I'm not yeah. surprised. Stunning. It's right yeah. by Grand Central. Yeah. Super easy to get to. Yeah, on Instagram, edvitum.health. Mm-hmm. And uh, our website is myedvitum.com. Uh, or you could just look up the Schaefer Clinic as well, which a lot of people know of in New York City. Uh, and yeah. you can find us there, too. I'm telling you life-changing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You guys, that's it for us today. Have a great rest of your week. And don't forget, I always, please, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. It's like tipping your Postmates, tipping your Uber, tipping your waitress. It's like the same thing for us podcasters. So rate, review, and subscribe. And it's free. Guys, thank you so much. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.